We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Wednesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here five days away from the Rebels and the Cardinals at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta on uh, Monday night, Labor Day night. There is we uh, we have a depth chart. They gave us one yesterday. Mm-hmm. Neil has it in front of him over here. I've oh, got a copy yes. up on my computer. There's one on the message board at rebelgrove.com. I even wrote about it a little bit because something coming out later today. So a lot of stuff going on from a depth chart standpoint to uh, today. So hope all you are well. We'll talk uh, Lane Kiffin. Jerry Neely and Otis Reese were at the podium yesterday. Ole Miss in uh, in game week, heading into again uh, the opener against Louisville here in a uh, in, in a few days. Everybody's kind of met the media now. Saw Scott Satterfield. He's had his press conference up on our site. Um, I went through Brian Brown, the former Ole Miss player, Louisville defensive coordinator. His uh, his press conference yesterday as well. So plenty of stuff going on football wise. Here on the Oxford Exxon podcast, the Oxford Exxon Highway Six West. Download the Speed Pass Plus app. Use it, earn some points, save some money there with all Blue Sky locations in Mississippi. Check out the uh, self-checkout lane that is open in Oxford as well. We're big proponents of that. You should be too. Take care of your own business and get back out as quickly and efficiently as possible. And remember, all lunch specials during the week, five sixty nine, two sides bread, 32-ounce drink. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. Um, right to the bottom line, no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is up to you. You can chop that quote around or you can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guest Join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters on the Square in Oxford be a great place uh, this weekend, starting, frankly, tomorrow. Uh, lots of games on TV on Thursday, on Friday, on Saturday, game on Sunday, obviously a game on Monday. And uh, be a great place to go, hang out, have a burger, po' boy, great beer selection, full bar, appetizers, the whole deal. 
rafters on the square, uh, rafters New Albany, and also uh, rafters on the water. It's still hot. It's a holiday weekend. So if you want to go enjoy frozen margaritas, frozen daiquiris, and um, waterfront views, you can do that at rafters on the water there at Sardis as well. You want to start with depth charts? What are we starting with? What are we, I mean, what, what else? What, are you, what, what, what are we talking about? So you, you, we worked. I mean, it was disappointing a little yesterday to work as hard as we've worked for the past, I don't know, day in, day out, night in, night out. For nine months. For our, on the depth chart that we've been working on with all the bells and whistles that every single time we get close to releasing it, something would happen. To see them just release one on their own like that yesterday was disheartening a little bit. How many hours you think Lane spent on the depth chart to turn in? How many hours? Yeah, you think how many hours you think Lane spent um, to, to make sure we had the most uh, update, accurate one thirty six hundredth of an hour. Who do you think filled it out? Probably Brad Sheffield. You think so? <laughs> With a couple questions to some ops guy. Yeah, yeah. Nobody on the on field <laughs> coaching staff. Had any idea about the depth chart yesterday? Played yeah. any role in this whatsoever. This is a couple of <laughs> ops guys answering questions for media relations. No so? question about it. Okay. No question about it. Where to put the oars and a few spots on some other stuff. Yeah, I mean. There aren't as many oars as usual. No. Um, I don't know what, what that means. I don't know if that means anything. But, I mean, I'm only counting three, four oars on the whole sheet, something like that. Five, so. Yeah, there's only two Bivens on, or Hill. Two on offense. Campbell or Momo. And five on defense. Jalen or Battle. Oars. Leonard or Prince. Oh, and I just noticed an or on kicker. Yeah, no, they did not name a kicker yesterday. Oh, son of a gun. I didn't notice Kaden that. Caden Costa or Kel Nation. How about uh, that? Caden Costa does get the kickoff duties, so he is, he yeah. is kicking off. My hunch says he is place kicking as well. But um Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I did find it somewhat interesting because as I've been making fun of the whole camp, they've had basically half the roster catching punts. Jonathan Mingo is number one on the punt return depth chart, so um And again he will be catching punts. But maybe. If, maybe. Drummond is actually the lead one of the SEC leaders in punt return yardage coming into the season. Look, if somebody other than Mingo <laughs> ran out there to return the first punt and you're surprised Your shock level is zero. Well, that's on that you. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it because it's interesting, and I get I, I, I. It does paint a picture considering how close they are. I will give credit. Yeah, there. Yeah. Now, because now, because there is a couple things from watching practice a little bit that I go, hmm, that's interesting. If it if it's real, well, there's a few things that I don't believe. Well, there's that too, and so we can, we'll talk about that. But okay, but if you're one of the people who it gets is obsessed with depth charts, mm-hmm. this was probably disappointing. Because they very clearly were flippant with it. Well, depth charts were a, a bigger deal before the internet age. Sure. Because it's first date. My teams is what yeah. I got right here. Yeah. Two, as offenses and defense have become more multiple, they've become obsolete because it's it's so dependent on situation versus this is just like – because this isn't 1992 where – by God, when the offense comes out, they're running the eye formation, and this is my tailback, and this is my fullback, yeah. and here we go. Yeah. And on defense, what is everybody running? A fourth? No, I don't know. They're all multiple. They're just, they, just got, they got athletes everywhere. That's what that's what defenses run. Um, well, so, like for example, this has Ole Miss running a essentially a four-two. It does, yes. And I never saw them run anything that looked like a four-two. 
on the week we were out there. Yeah, four two five guys. Beware. I know on the week we those. were out there, they were running a three man front. They were. And so I don't know. And it's because a lot of their ends stand up and do stuff and Yeah. Well, like Sam Williams' position is listed as defensive end, but a lot of times the position that he actually plays He plays a rush linebacker. Yeah, as an outside linebacker. Yeah. They list Lakia Henry as an outside linebacker, but very frequently Lakia was lined up in the middle of the field. He was. Chance Campbell plays both linebacker positions. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't be shocked to see Jalen and Miles on the field at the same time, even though they're an or next to them on the depth chart. Yeah. Well, like Jake Springer and Kedron Smith, I won't be surprised at all if they're on the field at the same time. I don't know if this says something about our coverage. I don't know if this just says <laughs> something to the depth chart being stupid or what. But to be a starter, I don't know that I've said Dean Leonard's name the entire the entire fall camp. Oh, I have. I have wrote you, about you him talk, a couple of times. Some? Yeah. yeah. I don't know that I have noticed Dean Leonard the entire camp. He's he's a solid uh, corner, and, and they've got him as an or with DeAndre with Prince. Prince because they're yeah. both going to play. And then, frankly, Ja'Cory Hawkins is going to play. Yeah. yeah, Hawkins is fine. I mean – They're pretty good five deep at corner. Yeah, if you want to – And Markevious Brown's been hurt, but I do love him. He's going to be one yeah. energetic son of a gun before this thing's over. Yeah, so they – I mean, if you want to talk about where they've added depth, they've added depth in the secondary. So if, if the goal of the depth chart is to prove that you have depth – and not necessarily who these starters are. Because, again, it's more about snap counts. It's mm-hmm. more about having enough depth so that A.J. Finley doesn't play 85 snaps. Yes. Because you really can't be effective playing 85 snaps. You can be damned effective playing 45 snaps. Mm-hmm. And so you've got Jalen Jordan can come in and play some. I don't think Bermudez plays much. No, I don't either. Um, but, you know, Springer – Keydron Smith, they're both going to play a lot. Jalen Jones is going to play a lot. Uh, Miles Battle is going to play a lot. Um, the other three corners are going to play a lot. And you can play, you know, if you play the dime coverage, like the depth chart doesn't say, and here's what we do when we go to dime. And here's what we do when we go, you know, to a to a goal line yeah. set or whatnot. They, they're, they're deep. There's not nine depth charts. They're, yeah. they're deeper at linebacker than they were. At least five of those guys are going to play. Than they were a year ago. And then up front. I have questions up front. Yeah, I mean, I got real questions up front because we're doing the or at defensive tackle between two guys that – Did you go transfers? Yeah, uh, Quentin Bivens and, and oh, Katie Hill. Too. Yeah, both sides, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, but it, it's – And then Taiwan running second team when he's been limited the entire time. And, and, look, is it conceivable that one of the reasons they threw us out of there was because he was getting ready to start playing? Sure. I don't know. But if we're believing the depth chart, which we don't, but we're just hypothetically because we have to fill an hour and 15 minutes podcast today. You know, if, if you're DeMond Clowney, you're worried a little bit. If I'm behind Tawan Malone in the depth chart when I, he has not played in, at least what we saw throughout camp. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you go, hey, um, might not be a good sign for snap counts here well, in a it's, few days. It's, it's possible that this was a message that was sent to a handful that of guys. That happens too. Yeah, they use depth charts for messages. To the players, because everybody saw it all over social media yesterday. Yeah, you're gonna so on offense. Mama we, and them asked about how come you're third team. On offense, I thought that. I mean, I know everybody's been talking about the Bullock Snoop stuff, but otherwise, I thought it was confirmation for the most part on offense because we don't know what Braylon Brown's status is. However, 
He's running technically sixth wide receiver. Lane doesn't really play six, a sixth wide receiver very often, so that's almost a non-entity on the depth chart based off what we saw last year because they played the starters a ton of snaps um, there at wide receiver. I still continue to be incredibly worried about backup tackles if something happened to James or Broker with just the names that you're throwing there because yeah. the one name that everybody kind of knows a little bit from that list is Cedric Milton, and frankly, I thought he was showing more inside than outside throughout th- throughout the time that he's been moving around a little bit. So, No, it's an area of real concern. Yeah, because, I mean, your backup tackles right now are Melton, Reese McIntyre, Tobias Braun, and Micah Pettis. You need Broker and James to stay healthy. Yeah. Um, Chase Rogers with a start at tight end, at least per the depth chart. Hudson will will play, I would assume. That's Um, what it looks like. They have packages where Demarcus Thomas is definitely going to play. Yeah. He does some things. I mean, he's not a complete tight end. People say, how come there's no mention of Kelly? Because Kelly's not available right now. No, the two guys missing off this, Tavius Robinson and Casey Kelly. Yeah. Because we know they're injured. They've been injured the whole time. And so am I interested to see Tywan Malone, his situation? I am. Apparently Orlando Omano is fine. It, Apparently. It, well, and that's where people go, well, you said he was hurt. No. I said, said he walked off the field. <laughs> I said that he walked off the field and I was told he would have to have surgery. Oh, well, surgery is season ending. No, it's not. They do lots of surgeries that are just tighten something up. And a week later, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Kiffin at noon on the teleconference today, by the way. Yeah. I just saw it. Uh, I don't know if Danis is any bigger or not. He's got to catch the football. He runs by people, but. People are cold. Um, You'll enjoy my um, my Lane Kiffin caption on Neil's picks, by the way. Is it good? It's pretty good. You're in mid-season form? No, I'm with not that quite, one though. With a handful, okay. I was in midseason form. I still got a got a lot of rust. It's been a minute. Uh, yeah, I had more fun with Neil's picks these days than I used to in the, in the old days. Oh, did you really? Because now I completely embrace the fact that the people who are literalists are going to get upset. Um, the kid from South Carolina, Jordan Rhodes, he's in an oar with Hamilton Hall at backup right guard. I don't again. I don't know. We've literally never seen him play, <laughs> so I don't know. Um. I mean, I don't remember him from the game last year. Sorry. So, who's the new quarterback? What's the kid's name? From what? The kid from Western Kentucky. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't remember. I'll throw a hot take at you. I'll give you a hot take of the day. Sure. He's your backup quarterback. I, I felt like that too. He's he's in his final year of eligibility. Otherwise, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, he. I want to confirm some things before I report something, but I'll just say I think he's the backup quarterback. You think he's the backup quarterback? I do. You think that's why he was brought to campus? Yes. Where was he? Western uh, Steel? Western, right. Was he their starter? Not that I don't know. Like, I didn't really, because I mean, it's irrelevant unless something happens to two. I wasn't necessarily overly concerned with what ginger says can we talk about the school board meeting when they were calling out the fake names she's still giggling about it i i I laughed too i kept laughing my that i questioned some sense once they don't catch it yeah at some point it's like okay when he says i leaned over yeah i leaned over it's like come on man come on listen to yourself like don kedick was funny because i could see how he would not oh sure yeah don kedick even though the first time I heard it, I went, oh, I know what that is. And I started laughing. But I leaned over should be the giveaway. Should have done it. And really, Phil McCracken is 
was not for the kids that did it. Their list was great, but for them did, to lead with Phil McCracken ran the risk of getting caught right off the top. Yeah, but it's 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 just okay enough that if you're not paying attention, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you can, yeah, but but yeah, I mean, it showed you that the school board guy was like he he was Taco Tuesday, Meatloaf Monday. I mean, he's he's set in his ways because he wasn't really listening. But He's done that so many when, times. When the first so one, when the first one was Phil McCracken, I was like, "Whoa, hold on, <laughs> y'all are you guys are swinging for the fences right off the bat?" I would have been a little more subtle. Like I thought, leading with Donkey Dick would have been funnier. <laughs> Donkey Dick. <laughs> it still makes me laugh. Sorry. Pagrom is the guy that kind of got after Texas a little bit as a, as a freshman. He, he's actually had some moments. Yeah. Um, I mean, whatever, but. At Maryland at that moment, at that time, and that's who's here now. Pogr- Tyrell Pogrom. Yeah, Tyrell Pogrom. Tyrell Tyrell. I don't know. I apologize to Mister and Miss Pogrom. He's been running a scout team offense this week, giving the defense a look on uh, Malik Cunningham. Cunningham, which would make sense. Yeah, yeah. He can move a little bit. That's not. That's not a shock. So, yeah, whatever. I mean, I. <laughs> I got nothing else on him. But. Um. You don't either. Lane said, no, I don't. Lane said, well, I, I do have a little bit. Um, Lane said that Altmeyer was limited. He did. I don't think – I think he's a little more than limited. I think he's kind of basic. I don't think he's able to go right now much. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think they're super confident right now. Kincaid Dent. I don't, I, it's my understanding he did not have a good – we made lots of jokes because Lane assumingly cracked a joke, sure. 69 to nothing, but – I don't know whether that was Lane making a 69 joke or whether that was Lane telling you what the literal score was. I think was. it actually was the literal score. I do, too. Yeah. I actually don't think he was trying to make a joke. I don't either. And, But it's my understanding that um, uh, Dent did not play well. He was running with the scout team, essentially, but they Lane did point out they got one first down the, during the mock game. So, again, it's a mock game. I don't know, but yeah, that was that that was Freeze's low point. Um, <laughs> yeah. There there been several, but that 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 might have been the low point. That was the one. I laughed. I laughed so hard that I I, I, need, I almost need a medical. When he help. said sympathy to the guy for overdosing on marijuana. <laughs> overdosing on marijuana. His name was Barry McCockner. <laughs> This happened four years ago when Neil was still it's laughing. It's still great that Freeze would fall for that. Was... <laughs> Prayers. Prayers. Read the name, you. It's right in front of you. Just take us. Just stop for one second. Read the name. Read the message. And realize you're being You're set being up. had right now. <laughs> that was... That was uh, Barry's biggest moment, too, I think. Wasn't oh, it? Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah that yeah, gave yeah, yeah, him yeah. credibility to move forward. Yeah, that, that, that was he, – he arrived on the scene with that one. He got there. He would get uh, – he would always get, like, banned from Twitter and then would come back, and now I think they leave him alone. Harmless. Yeah. <laughs> so Pagron was a Durkin guy. Yes. 
So you can see where, I mean, putting tea leaves together, you see where somebody walked into the staff meeting and said, I didn't need a quarterback. Well, yeah. And, what, and DJ goes, well, I, I know a guy. And he no, goes, it's exactly what happened. I mean, let's be real. Someone yeah. in a staff meeting said, okay. What happens if two goes down? Yeah, what do we do here? Let's come up with the we, – we, we probably need a different fallback plan, which is why I think – and it will become more of a storyline as the season goes on, as we get closer to the December signing period and the transfer portal and stuff. I, I don't think there's any doubt at all that they're going to get involved in the transfer portal and quarterback to the point of finding one. Yeah, I do too. I mean, you know, I, 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 I just – I think they'll be one of the top two schools or so in the portal searching for the quarterback. Yes, I mean, if, if if you told me that they're already very active in the portal or in the potential portal, because let's get real. I have a hard time believing some feelers hadn't been thrown out to the Jack Millers of the world. Just see what's yeah, going on. I'm, I'm sure it's like, hey, let's make sure that we don't do tampering. Yeah. But let's but, make sure that we get all the way up to tampering and then stop there. Yeah. Where's the line? Okay. Yeah. There. I mean, if the line's here, yeah. let's get right there. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, that, that, was, that was interesting. Uh Otherwise, on offense, again. Oh, I didn't know that happened. What? We're jumping around. I'm sorry. I'm having a weird day. Cole Wood says, Barry's best work was when he fake reported that James Harden went home from practice crying because Chris Paul made fun of his man boobs. And Skip oh, Bayless God. reported it like it was real. Oh, my gosh. That's good. That is great. Yeah. I did not know that. No. Yes, it is Pagron's last year of eligibility. This is it. He's he's in for one year as a grad transfer or whatever he is. I don't know. So, I mean, again, Ole Miss hopes that he never sees the field, but does he get mop-up time? Or is he only there as a safety valve? Well, that I don't know. Um, that's a problem that I'm sure Ole Miss hopes to discover and yes. to have. Look, if, if, if you – if if Altmaier can play, here's the question. And listen, I, I this isn't completely fair. No, we're just to Kincaid Dent. Yeah, sure. But I I, I I know what I heard from the other day, and you don't have to be a genius to put two and two together. If you don't think Dent's your quarterback of the future, and you have a forty-seven to three lead over Austin P in the third quarter, I mean, you tell Matt Corral. Go someplace in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Go away. See ya. Um, and that's where you get Altmaier some snaps. Yeah. Because we've got to get a learning yeah. curve going here. Got to figure out what we have. Well, you got to have more than one quarterback too. Sure. I mean, you got, you, you got to figure that out. But but if he's not healthy, then I guess you play the other guy yeah. and you put some things on film that make people have to prepare for it. Let him run around a little bit, and do some stuff. And yeah, I'm sure. not running Matt Corral. I mean, one of the one of the last things I'm saying to Matt Corral is, look, there might come a point in the season where we got to run, where you've got to put your shoulder down and let's see what happens. But that ain't today. That ain't today, and quite frankly, but it's gonna be a minute. And, He's got to be cautious against Louisville. And Matt's super competitive. And yeah. one of the things that I, Lane's already – I've already heard him kind of say it is, got him. hey, in the NFL, the quarterbacks don't run. Yeah. There's a reason for that. So go ahead and show people that you have some common sense. That, you you, you know, when, when you're the Bears, for example, and you spend all this money on Justin Fields, it's not for him to convert a third down. We, we, have, a, we have a punter we pay for a reason. Yeah. It's one of the things that, hey, last year, you've got to get last year out of Matt Corral's mind because last year it was, 
well, if we don't get the first down, they're going to score because we can't stop a damn soul. Mm-hmm. You got to say, hey, we're better this year. We got a we got, play we, we got a good yeah, punter. Yeah. We got a defense. Let's live to fight another day. Let's lose the battle to win the war. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Nick's Tan and Associates for all your real estate needs here in Oxford on the buy side or the sell side. I've used them multiple times. You can shot as well. Clay DeWeese, O'Keefe Graham, and their team of associates. You can go to the website again, nickstanoxford.com. Gallery view, map view, talk with an agent, and much more. They sponsor our 321 football content each single week and uh, plenty of other things as well there on the site. So uh, check them out. Give them a shot. Again, nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. We're also brought to you by Muddy Water Camo. Enter the promo code Rebel Grove. One word, Rebel Grove. Get a 35% discount on any products from the site. Free shipping on $100 or more. Muddy Water has several new products on the site now, and their brand new uh, Muddy Water Lady Camo Apparel will be uploaded in just a few days. It might actually be up today. So go to MuddyWaterOutdoors.com. Enter the promo code Rebel Grove. Speaking of promo codes, go to deadsoxy.com. We're like the gift that keeps on giving um, around here. Go to deadsoxy.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE at checkout, get 25% off your entire order. I've been telling you for a little while, if you've never tried Dead Soxy, first, shame on you. Second, it's okay. Go go try the clearance section. See, if you're like, ah, I don't want to spend that much money on a pair of socks. All right, go to the clearance section. Get the stuff that's already on clearance. Enter the promo code Rebel Grove. Get 25% more off your order. You'll love them, and you will be back for the new stuff when it comes out here really soon. DeadSoxy.com. You don't have to commit to the full season to sign up for 7 South Tailgating Services. They offer single-game packages. They still have availability for all seven home games. 7 South provides the equipment, secures the spot, sets up everything for you. They also offer unloading assistance and uh, food and beverage delivery on game day. These single-game packages are great for those of you uh, only wanting to tailgate for a game or two, and they start at just $225 per game for non-conference games, $325 per game for SEC games. 7SouthTailgating.com, 662-321-1682. And (coughs) while we are uh, giving away, go to GameChangerPatch.com. GameChangerPatch company wants to help you prepare for tailgating, They're the only two-patch system available on the market today to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink, and the overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. (laughs) The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for the next play. To get you ready for the Grove, they're running a giveaway until September the 8th. All Game Changer patch orders placed online through the website will be entered to win an officially licensed Ole Miss-branded Yeti Roadie 24 hard-sided cooler and a home-run bundle of four packs of warm-ups and four packs of overtime. There are also free chances to enter the giveaway, including leaving a product review or following Game Changer on Instagram. The link is pinned at rebelgrove.com, or you can access it on Game, Cha- Game Changer's website in the drop-down menu. So try the patches and enter to win at gamechangerpatch.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 25% off your purchase, void where prohibited. Podcast is brought to you by Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. Underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. So you're getting local underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. Yeah, he... Um, 
from uh, Birmingham, Clay Chalkwell out of high school, and then uh, I looked it up a second ago while you were uh, talking. He left with an injury in the third, in the late in the third quarter against Texas in 2017. But at the time, Maryland was up by 37-34 on the Longhorns, and he had completed nine of 12 passes for 175 yards, two touchdowns, and also ran for 64 yards on a score against the Longhorns that day. Okay, so three touchdowns, pick, and. I don't know, two hundred and forty ish total yards, something like that. It'd be so. interesting to see whether they run a package for him. He's capable. Reading the story there, they were a little worried about overall arm strength. Of course, he was a freshman at the time. But the other thing I think it does is it lets them get John Rice Plumley out of the quarterback room, and not that it, not that John Rice is a nuisance, but let him really focus on receiver. Because I think John, hey, Rice, we've got the other dude here. Yeah. Well, I think John Rice can be a really good receiver. But there are some things that he has to refine, and if he's having to spend any time at quarterback, that's time away from refining that. Because it was a little bit of a hot take, but I'm still not 100% sure I was wrong that without that guy, he's still the dude that might have to play with a long-term spot there at quarterback. Yeah, potentially. And so, with, long, with Altmaier potentially hurt, especially. I so guess. if you've got to get him ready at quarterback, that's time. When he's still trying to yeah. get it on the other side. He's listed, I think, in an or on second team. Uh, on that side, by the way, in case somebody asked. And again, we don't know what Luke Altmaier's injury situation is. Like, when he says he's not available or he was I eliminated. I have no clue. Well, I mean, I don't, you know, and I could the say. The last time we saw any scrimmage at all was the day we saw the stretch before the scrimmage a couple weeks ago, and he was not even on the field for yeah, stretch. You were there for that. I wasn't yeah, there. He I was, was not available at that point. Yeah. So what that means, I have no idea. Um, it's been what got the headlines. It's even something I wrote about a little bit, but not in the way people think. Um, look, all four running backs are going to play. Kentrell Bullock was ahead of Snoop Connor on a depth chart, but they're going to play four running backs. I don't know. Ely and Parrish are both going to get split out a lot. They're going to play some wide receiver. They're going to play some slot. They're going to hand the ball to Snoop in some short yarded situations. They're going to use him in the fourth quarter more. And people are really, really high on Kentrell Bullock. I know. I've been telling you this for months. I mean, I, I never pretend to be football guy. I never do. I never go, oh, hey, man, I'm football guy. Did you see? But some guys pop off the field when you're out watching them if you are just watching. And Bullock's kind of one of those guys. It's just hard to spend ink on the fourth team running back. You know what I mean? So you, He's not. You know what I mean. <laughs> guys that we know. And because of that, it just sort of gets overshadowed, even if, no, he's a dude. I mean, it's, 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 it's real. Yeah, but I mean, I think I think Ealy and Parrish are going to be all over the field. I do too. So then it's Bullock and Snoop and well, some different look, things in the backfield. A year ago, again, we go back to the Lane Kiffin one hundred and one lesson, and Lane talked about this yesterday. Everyone does this thing of oh, they throw it all over the place. They're pass happy. Lane Kiffin's response to that is, "That's not what I do." He ran the ball fifty eight percent of the time last year. What I do is I look at what I have. And I build my offense around those guys. I don't – okay, this is my offense. You must play here. They don't have Kenny Yeboah. Well, they have to, they have no, to they make have, a tight end. They have better blocking tight ends right sure. now. And I think they think Hudson Wolf's going to be a big-time player. And mm-hmm. he, maybe he's ready to be that player today. Maybe he's not. He, he, my guess is he's probably not because of injuries and such. And he's still working his way back and all of that. So if you don't have a tight end that today, right now, you're ready to catch, he's ready to catch 10 balls, are you going to force that or are you going to do different things? 
They're going to play Drummond kind of closer to the line of scrimmage. They're going to do some stuff with the running backs. They're going to create mismatches because that's what Lane Kiffin and Jeff Levy do is they create mismatches. So that's yeah. what happens. Well, and look, you don't have to be a genius to figure out that he thinks his two biggest weapons are Braylon Sanders and Jerry Neely. Correct. And you don't have to be a genius or you don't have – all you have to have is ears – open ears to understand how it gets we joke about it here because of my obsession with him they love Henry Parrish Henry Parrish is one of those guys that in the open field with the ball in his hands is a terrifying thing for a defensive coordinator so they want to use him to make sense in as many different ways as possible so that defenses have to start looking for him hey where's what number is Parrish? 25. Yeah. Where's 25? Oh, he's in the slot. Oh, God, we got to do this. And so it's sometimes, you know, because defensive coordinators spend a lot of time. It's a joke around here because of all the um, Wesley McGriff stuff. Yeah, sure. The eyes. Eyes in the right place. We got to have eyes in the right place. Got to have eyes in the right place. Well, you spend all week. Those dudes confuse your eyes. You spend all week getting yeah. your eyes in the right place. Now the way you can fool eyes is – making them look for people. Mm-hmm. And they're so obsessed with where Ely is, where Parrish is, that they get you with other things. It's a chess match. It is. That's correct. And at the same time, and again, something I was kind of writing about, Louisville is almost to the level of paranoid about Ole Miss's tempo. Sure. They haven't faced a ton of tempo. They have no way to really simulate it. And because of that, Satterfield, Brian Brown, their players, frankly, the media's questions because of the way some of the answers have gone as I've watched some some press conferences this week, really obsessed on how quickly they have to get calls in, get guys lined up and worried about tempo because they're it's that second play that is really freaking sure. them out right now that they don't know how to get their guys back in space and back in, in line prior to Corral snapping that second play. And having versatile guys prevents you from having to make substitutions because if you make the substitution, the ref is going to come stand over the ball and, let, Louisville do it and let you have 10 seconds or whatever to match the substitution. Yes. But if you don't make a substitution, it's just So you run the first play and Ely's in the backfield and you come right back up to the line and he's in the slot and suddenly that linebacker's going, out. Yeah. what are we doing here? And you don't have but about two and a half seconds to figure it out. Yes. It's a problem. And that's Yeah, if I were them, I'd be worried about it. And if I'm Ole Miss, I want to put that stuff on film. I want to scare the hell out of people with it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can't even repeat it, but yeah. it should be in our stream. Uh, anyway, depth chart-wise, that's, that, that's it. That's all I got. Um, I, I got nothing else. Do you, think, do you think Iton and Gordon are actually playing that much? They're going to rotate all four of them. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen two weeks. And for a JUCO transfer, getting in shape, two weeks is an eternity. Sure. So I don't know what the hell he looks like or doesn't look like. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't but know. But they could be great right now. Owen Malone could be moving around on that knee wonderfully. Yeah. I don't know. He was I not, doubt it, but I don't know. we were out there, he was not moving around well. And the week we were out there, Iton and Gordon weren't exactly lighting the world on fire. They were swimming, physically and mentally at that point. Jeffrey says, since you're a Big Ten guy, can Ohio State cover the 14 over Minnesota? Gambling degenerates will thank you. Looking forward to Neil's picks. That game is not in Neil's picks. I can tell you that, yes, Ohio State can, and I think will cover the 14. You do. You you like that? Yeah. Uh, You think Austin Keys will play? If he's healthy, yeah. Do you? Yeah. 
listed third team. On he the had team. A, he had a great spring and looked yeah. good in camp. I kind of love Mark Schlebaugh doing the eight and four is how I have them finish, but then I'm going to pick Liberty to beat them in another content item the same day. It is like the ultimate, just, hey, we need some content crap. That's what it is. What it is. But it was funny to It's me. one of the problems with quota content is uh-huh. that you end up writing contradictory You write things. yourself out of your opinions. Yeah, because if, if you tell me that Ole Miss loses to Liberty. They're not going eight and four. Yeah, they went seven and five or worse. Well, but it's also impossible to go four and four, eight and four, and lose to Liberty. Yes. Math. I mean, yeah. So, just. Would, would Lane take eight and four with a five and three SEC and a loss to Liberty or an eight and four, four and four? You'd rather have the five and three. And take the Liberty L? I guess. They're not losing the Liberty. I'm just asking a question. Yeah, they're not losing the Liberty. If you lose if you if, if you tell me if the football gods come down right now and go, Hey Neil, Ole Miss loses to Liberty, my first response is you sons of bitches. And then the second thing is Corral got hurt, huh? That's it. Because if they go, Well, Corral didn't get hurt, I'm like, Okay, well then What happened? You you're you're going to have to explain this to me a little bit. It was in your, your your mailbag, and while we do make fun of the establishment and putting things around it, there is not a damn thing wrong with that St. Elmo cocktail sauce. It is it is really oh, good. Oh, it's really good. I mean, I, 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 I actually I, wish I had some of it. I wanted to hate it, and I went, you know, okay. No, it's excellent. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't... They put way too much effort into it and yeah, all that, but yeah. eh, okay. Yeah, it was just me and Carson here, and so we. Yeah, it's all right. We did some. We did a shrimp cocktail. Busted that out, and Carson likes hot food too. Mm-hmm. And we were both like, "Oh, yeah." It, it was spicy. Now was, they, they they get add some horseradish now. That first taste is like whoa. It clears the. the and then, but then after that, it's you're good. like, "Oh, this is good." Yeah, we. Somebody in our unboxing sent us the four-bottle, four-container value pack from St. Elmo. The cocktail sauce, absolutely worth it. The seasoning, absolutely worth it. Mm -hmm. The seasoning is really good. Um, Vegetables, kind of whatever like that. Yeah. I still have not even tried the creamy sauce, whatever that stuff is. I never even opened the it. The horseradish yeah, sauce? Yeah, is it good? Oh, yeah. Uh, see, I haven't even opened that one. Oh, it's like with grilled chicken? It's yeah. fantastic. And then the steak sauce... It's great okay on like anything outside of steak. But A, I don't eat steak sauce on my steak. But B, it would taste horrific on a steak, I'm pretty yeah. sure. No, so. it, it, I tried it with steak just to try a bite to make sure that I no. wasn't missing something. I was. It has something. a weird tang to it. Was it was really that, good with chicken, Okay, and it actually was pretty good with like grilled pork. That I could see. Yeah. Because I wanted to hate all of it. You couldn't hate some of it. No, some of it I had to really tip my hat. So the, the the creamy sauce was good. Yeah. Okay. Is it is it? It's pretty hot. Is it as hot as the cocktail sauce in that in that ballpark? In that ballpark. Mm-hmm. On chicken. Yeah. Okay. And really good on pork. And I don't use a ton of sauce. I just because I, I like I like a grilled pork chop. But I tried it because we had it, and I wanted to see. Okay. Um, you have an air fryer. I do. Yeah. Carson's been wanting an air fryer. What's he so going to do with it? I don't know. So I, got, so I bought an air fryer yesterday, and I'm anxious to. We, we, it's it, great for like warming up quick stuff for your kid, like and things like that. But he wants like Carson loves wings, and so I don't want to fry wings because obviously, 
it works for that. But I'm wondering if you take if you smoke wings and take them off just a minute early and oh, then yeah, you finish can, them oh, in, yeah, a, yeah. in an air fryer. 100. Would yeah, that work? It, that it, yeah, I would do it that way instead of just taking them, throwing in there, and trying to cook them completely in the air fryer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do that, but wouldn't have much flavor. It's a small convection oven. Right. That's what it is. We can ha- do all the rigmarole. Yeah. It's a portable small convection oven. Yeah. But he wanted one, so I'm like, okay. I like really crispy fried stuff. If I'm going to have any kind of yeah, sort sure. of, of whatever. So like even French fries, I'd rather throw them in that. Yeah. Than, I don't want to Because if you put them the in, a, in a big convection oven, they just don't. They don't crisp up. Right. Because they can't get under them. Because right. that's the positive of the air fryer is that unlike a normal oven where it would hit the pan, the air comes in all the way yeah. 360 around it, which makes it quicker and the whole the whole deal cooking with us today. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I told I mean, you, man, my mind is kind of fried today. I'm, 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 it's sort of, it, we're at I'm that in a point. lot of places. It's, it's sort of at that point. I think that's some of it. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's fine. But it's, to me, it's a kid thing more than anything else. Like I said, I've got, I've got some buddies that really go at it, but I'm not one of those. Yeah. One of those people. Well, he wanted one, so I got it. Okay. Well, it's all good. Uh, Killer Camp says what if Ole Miss goes 10 and 2 and loses to Liberty on a 4th and 25 talk about full circle <laughs> I'm beginning to really dread that week and it's not even it's barely September today's September the 1st now, it, I'm really excited for Tennessee week and really dreading Liberty week now if Ole Miss could win on a 4th and 25 oh, to beat Liberty that that might be where I'd go, whoa, man, there is something to karma. I mean, this, like, karma's real. Um, This is on USA Today. It's not really a big deal at all, but I will mention it here because I found it somewhat interesting. Um, the price is still going up for non-conference games, even with the pandemic and everything. I mean, you're seeing a lot more two-for-ones and things. I mean, that's what Oklahoma did with Tulane. They did a two-for-one. Mm-hmm. Two games in Norman, one in New Orleans or whatever. But this year, the highest price non-con games in the country, um, and one of these is between somewhat power, so it was interesting the money was this big. Ohio State paying Oregon $3.5 million Ooh. to come to Columbus this year. $3.5 million. $3.5 million. A&M paying Kent State $1.9 million to play in College Station this year. Really? Alabama paying two opponents $1.9 million this year, Southern Miss and New Mexico State. Alabama doling out basically $3.8 million there. I wonder what percentage of, of USM's athletics budget is that $1.9 million. I mean, it's got to be sev- a couple or at least a few, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, and then Kent State really rolling in the dough. They're getting it also from Iowa at $1.85 million. So Kent State getting one nine from A and M and one eight five from Iowa this uh, this year. Would it be funny if Ole Miss played like some almost like Amy Grant music when Liberty took the field? Oh, I think you should. Now that go would, find the soundtrack would, from back in the day. Yeah, I would tip my hat to that now. You'd be all in on that. Oh, so that's trolling. That's not like yeah, that's too funny. much. No, that's that's funny. good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, ultimate trolling would be putting up scenes from the hostage video that feels too i care too much yes i care too much at that yes there's a fine line between funny and entertaining but and like i care amy grant's tennessee christmas while they take the field would be superb okay that's good that would be i mean i would i would really get a kick out of that 
and they're going to do like they'll do like they'll have Glenn do the and welcome back to Oxford Liberty Coach Hugh Freeze right and you go ah you move on with your day right I guess right I think you don't think so you got to be careful right I mean if you don't do anything it looks like you really care like when Kevin Durant came back to Oklahoma City when Kevin Durant came back to Oklahoma City they did nothing which showed you that they were really hurt yeah they cared. Now, when Russell Westbrook came back, it was almost like the conquering king. That's what I'm saying. You returning. do some sort of just golf clap moment. Just yeah. to, uh, but Hugh doesn't deserve a Russell Westbrook back to Oklahoma City. He does moment. not need a thing up on the video board. No, you don't need a three and a half minute hype video. Hype video. Yeah. I do not need to see a Laquan Treadwell catch during during the pregame. But a it. quick troll would be funny. Okay. That's fair. That's it's all good. Uh, and nothing, and but you'd have to find like a Christian music song that everyone knew was. You trolling. knew what you were doing, yeah. Like you know, you you couldn't go with like something that was at the top of the charts that people might no, actually, no, no, no that no, people no. might hear and go, oh, well, that's kind of catchy. Yeah, no, yeah. it'd have to be something obnoxious. Yeah, you have you have to go pretty out there for that. I think Tennessee Christmas would be really good. Yeah, look at the other side of the uh, money making thing in a second. First, tell you about Tyson Drugs and G and M Pharmacy six six two two three six two 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 two. Here in uh, Oxford, they deliver locally all over the area. They offer MedSync. Free prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you, whether it's one delivery or one pickup there at the pharmacy, whether you're on the Square in Holly Springs or on South Lamar in Oxford. They have whatever you need in the local pharmacy range. Again, 662-236-2222. We're also brought to you by Automation and Control Systems, LLC, ACS owned by Clay McNutt, Baldwin, Mississippi, It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. Um, If you're in need of custom HMI and SCADA solutions or large horsepower VFD specialist, ACS has you covered. They can service and install Rockwell automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. For more information or to get in touch with ACS, go to acsllcms.com or call 662 601-4381. 601-4381. We're also brought to you by Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate. They're based out of Jackson, Mississippi. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes, such as retail, office, industrial, and land. Sam Cox, B.B. Mitchell are Ole Miss grads. They utilize their unique skill sets to execute on assignments and increase value for their clients. This week's property spotlight is on the village at Madison. It'll feature roughly 60,000 square feet of restaurant, retail, and professional office space along with 75-0 lot line residences with Pinpoint handling the leasing for the commercial portion of the development. If you want to learn more about this great opportunity and others, get in touch with Sam and BB at 601-586-3220. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best-fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you and only you. Raw denim jeans, custom-fit, hand-tailored in Tupelo, Mississippi, one size fits one at bluedeltajeans.com. Go to that site. Use the virtual tailor. You can be measured and design your newest jeans in just a couple minutes. And Blue Delta will uh, make sure you're looking great for the football season. Uh, enter the promo code REBELGROVE, one word, lowercase, REBELGROVE, at checkout. Get 10% off your entire order at bluedeltajeans.com. Also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons is at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford, They've been serving the Oxford area for more than 73 years. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, everything you could be looking for in jewelry. They're the gold standard. Visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777.
Brought to you by Comer Heating and Air. It's the name you can trust with more than 50 years of professional HVAC experience in Oxford, Tupelo, and the surrounding area. And now, if you are in um, DeSoto, you're in Hernando, Memphis, you can get Comer Heating and Air. It's just a different name. It's Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. They're, um, they sponsor uh, hand raised guys on Thursday night. You'll see those numbers popping up on the screen. So if you need heating and air service in Oxford, Tupelo, Memphis area, North Mississippi, you can get the uh, great quality, 662-801-1777. And we're brought to you by the College Corner, one Stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. CollegeCornerStore.com, plus you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Podcast also brought to you by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C, Dot com. That's 662-238-3159. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband, phone service available, parental controls, network security, wireless mesh extenders, and more. It's in pretty much every neighborhood in Oxford. So call, get the best internet around. Again, 662-238-3159. So schools paying the most money this season. Um, all obviously big programs that can afford to do this. Ohio State, courtesy of that $3 million they're paying Oregon. They are paying six million dollars in non-conference uh, money this season to uh, teams to play in Columbus. Wow. Alabama four point four, Michigan three point nine, Auburn three point five eight, Tennessee three and a half, and Texas three and a half. I'm really curious what Texas is paying Louisiana Lafayette this weekend. I'd like to see a number on that. Uh, school is receiving the most money. We mentioned Kent State. Kent State getting five point two five million dollars from playing non-conference football this season. That is a chunk of their um, budget. It, it's why, Chase, when people talk about the Power Five breaking away, what that means to the non-Power Five is devastation. Yes. Akron, 3.6. Oregon, 3.5 because they're getting three from yeah. Ohio State. Louisiana Monroe, 3 and 3.1. And then Bowling Green, 2.95. So I'm familiar with ULM, obviously, some. If you take that $3.1 million away from them, they're they're done. They can't operate a football program. Well, that's paying all of their coaching salaries for the whole thing. The whole athletics department. I mean, that's... That's everything. So if you take that $3.1 million away, they, there's nothing they can do to regenerate that revenue. Nothing. They need to go play Alabama in football and make their $2 million and get beat. Yes. Yes. Don't need... You have to do it. Mm-hmm. Without it, you can't function. That's before you even talk about Title IX and all of those things. Okay. You disagree? No, I changed my mind on something. Um, Well, now I'm really curious. No, you're not. You, I'll tell you later. But you, 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 you'll you'll thank me for it. Okay. Um, That's 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 all it was. So, Urban Meyer had to talk today and put out a release saying that he didn't cut kids or cut players because they were unvaccinated. Did you see this? Um, no, uh, no. But he did go in there and say that availability is a factor in roster management and hence if he's worried about your potential availability, that was one of the many factors that played into well, it. Sure. I mean, this is like the Cam Newton thing in New England. Yeah. Belichick was asked, was his vac- Cam Newton's not vaccinated. He was asked, was that a factor? And he said, no. Now let's be serious for a minute. If Aaron Rodgers isn't vaccinated, is he still your quarterback? Yes. If Lamar Jackson is not vaccinated, is he still your quarterback? Yes. Patrick Mahomes? Yes. Right? 
But if you get down into it, if, it's like anything. It's sure. like when Colin Kaepernick was doing everything. It's Thank hey, if you. he's the Packers quarterback, he has a job. And it's not saying he wasn't one of the best 32 quarterbacks in the league. It's just a risk-benefit thing. If of, Patrick it, Mahomes for the national anthem came out and took off his helmet and had on a headband that said, I hate this country, the Chiefs would not like it. They'd have a problem that day. There would but. be people that would be, oh, my God, would he still be the quarterback? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's just reality. That's not a political comment. That's just reality. Now, if the backup quarterback for the Chiefs took off his helmet and his headband said, I hate America, he's not making it 24 hours because yeah. it's not worth it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's all cost-benefit. Every, every bit of it. Uh, Jay Robertson, thank you so much for the super chat. It says, thanks for making the workday a little better. Thanks for being here and making us a part of your day. We appreciate it. Adam Schefter said the Jags are among the five teams with the most unvaccinated player. Uh, Myers said availability is one of the many factors taken into account when making roster decisions. We sure. have vaccinated and unvaccinated players on our roster, and no player was released because of their vaccination status. Ultimately, decisions are based on a player's ability to help the Jaguars win. We educate our players and respect personal decisions as it pertains to the vaccine. We want to keep our players, staff, family safe as we comply with protocols related to health and safety and competition on game days. I'm not an Urban Meyer guy at all, but I have no problem with that. No, there's no issue. The way that the NFL thing is done, if you are vaccinated and you get a positive, you can test your way out of it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But if you're unvaccinated and you get a positive, man, you're, you're, you're two weeks. Myers' comments did not go over well with the NFL Players Association. George Atala, the executive director for external affairs for the NFLPA, said via email that Myers' statement have led us to open an investigation. Mm. Okay. Investigate all you want. That's yeah. what it is. I mean, he's he can put his roster together however he feels fit. Yeah, but I mean, like Belichick was asked – and his answer was no. And but the truth, we, truth is, did that help Cam? Of course not. You can spend all week building a. a if the quarterback battle's close, are you going to spend all week building a game plan around a vaccinated or an unvaccinated quarterback, knowing that they're going to get tested, no matter what you think of the test, no matter what you think of the vaccine, no matter what you think of the virus. You're trying to win a football game. It was Lane Kiffin's quote that first time that people took out of context because they wanted to take it out of context because two or three media members that did it have an agenda, putting it bluntly. But the truth was we don't have the ability. You can't do your job from home. You and I yeah. could get – you and I could test positive mm-hmm. and get COVID and do our job. We could figure it out. Well, we do it. We do it right here. You can't. Lane actually said that. He goes, you can't zoom in this job. I mean, Matt Corral can't zoom his way yeah. through a third down and six. Mm-hmm. So when people say, well, it, it, it shouldn't factor in, well, it does. Of course. I mean, be pragmatic. I mean, that, that's been a motivation in every college football program is, hey, you know if you – I mean, you asked Chance Campbell about it. If you test negative or pop, I mean, if you test positive, you could be out for two weeks. You're aware of that, right? Well, he missed okay, a game cool. last year at Maryland because yeah. he was contact traced. And he was yeah. like, it sucked. Yeah. And so when – I mean, I can reveal this now because Chance is obviously he, – he was reluctant, like mm-hmm. a lot of young people. I mean, his attitude kind of at one point was 
man, people like me aren't getting, they're not getting bad outcomes. And he was a little reluctant. Teddy called his older brother, who's kind of a sounding board, who's like, man, you, you picked up your whole world and moved sight unseen to play at Ole Miss mm-hmm. so that you could play in the SEC and play these big games at Alabama and at Auburn and against LSU and blah, blah, blah. You're going to risk giving that up? Just get the vaccine. And so he did. But look, if Cam Newton were tearing the world on fire in the preseason, he'd be the quarterback. He'd be the quarterback, and yeah. Belichick would probably be begging him to go get vaccinated. Well, I mean, you see, I mean, it's it's caused a bunch of flare-ups in ways that or whatever. But I mean, Kirk Cousins. I mean, sure, nobody's cutting Kirk Cousins over because it. right now he's the best quarterback in Minnesota, and they don't yeah. have an alternative. Yeah. Uh, this date, 14 years ago, was Appalachian State, Appalachian State beating Michigan. I saw that this yeah, morning. September 1st, 2007 for, uh, for that. Who are you covering that day? Were you doing opening weekend of 07? <sighs> opening weekend of 07. It would have been your final season. SEC there. and Saints, but it would have been before the Saints started. So I don't know. I'd have to pull that up. Probably either Alabama or Auburn. What made you leave that state for games? It had to be a pretty big game. No. No, I mean, I covered I covered a lot of LSU those last few years. I covered Florida, Georgia every year in Jacksonville. I covered LSU, Tennessee, and Knoxville. I covered that um, Mississippi State would have some Thursday night games. I'd go to those. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I went everywhere. I covered I covered a lot of different games. It was kind of cool. Auburn played Kansas State in Manhattan that day. I, I didn't go there. Who'd Alabama play? I'm looking. I remember Auburn going to K-State. Do you? But I didn't go there. Alabama played Western Carolina. Mm, I think probably didn't do that. I don't think I did that either. Who'd LSU play? Okay. Is that the year LSU played like Oregon State? LSU, LSU had, played Mississippi State probably, the day before, or Thursday night actually. It, it started the college football season. Oh, I was I was there in Starkville. In Star, I covered that. It was forty-five to nothing, Tigers. And then I went somewhere on Saturday, yeah, but I, I don't, don't remember where. I don't know. I'm not seeing anything that sticks out as I'm looking because Florida okay. played Western Kentucky. Yeah, I'm just not seeing much here. Georgia played Oklahoma State. Were you in Stillwater? No. Okay. No. No, I'm sorry. That was in Athens. I may have been there. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I was at. That was because you didn't have a week off ever. Did no, you? I didn't. Uh, no, and in, in fact, I usually had a Sunday game after Saturday, where I'd wake up on Monday and sometimes just be like, "Where am I?" Drive to New Orleans at that point, or fly to wherever the Saints were. Because you were kind of pseudo beat writer that year. Yeah, I went to just about every game. Yeah, I mean, I flew to Cleveland, Green Bay. Minnesota, flew a bunch of places, covered them. I covered them in a lot of places. You put it in proverbial Charlotte. ink in the uh, yeah, in the mailbag. You did pick Lafayette against Texas at three at two thirty, and then you picked LSU UCLA for your night game for yep. your your one game per yep. uh, per window there. And I don't really have to do it, so that made it a lot easier. Well, no, we're not going to behold on you to pick that. pick your punishment, but there is no punishment. Yeah. It's not a particularly difficult thing to do. But yeah. I think that's I'm 
and I've read some stuff from people out there that are like me, sort of who think along the lines I think about those games. And yeah, they're they're, they're sort of dialed in with me. I think UCLA LSU has a chance to be really entertaining. Don't worry that LSU just out athletes them into a. Sure, they could, but we'll see. Belichick's quote yesterday talking about Mac Jones is one thing I'm not as scared as it. He was not settling for an easy call and decided Mac Jones was his quarterback. Well, if anyone has the uh, career to make some decisions, but I honestly think it was just the best quarterback. You're well, pre- you're preparing for your future you know, and Chance your present. Campbell right and I now. talked about this the other day, and it applies here. I mean, where does growth comes from? Discomfort. Mm-hmm. The comfortable decision would have been Cam. Why? Because it's the more difficult decision to criticize for the media or whoever. Mm-hmm. If you lose week one to Miami with Cam Newton as the quarterback, you can kind of pin it on Cam. But if you lose with Mac Jones at quarterback, it's going to be easy to pin it on Belichick. Correct. But Bill Belichick doesn't care. How many rings do you have? Seven. I mean, he's played and he's coached, what, 11 Super Bowls? Some incredible number like that? I mean, what are you going to do? What's he care? If he thinks Mac Jones is the future at quarterback, why not go? I mean, you could do this deal that that the Bears named Dalton the starter. I haven't seen it. But you can do what they're probably going to do and go with Andy Dalton because it's the safe, don't get criticized thing. I mean, if you think Justin Fields is your guy, then go. Get the rookie mistakes out of the way. Sure. Yeah, is, is he going to make rookie mistakes that cost you games? Absolutely. But get him out of the way if you believe he's your guy. And frankly, that's where you have Nick Foles on your roster to take the heat off of him if you get to a certain point where, hey, we're going to give you a series here. Catch your breath. Because Nick Foles, he's been there. He's been. He's going to be all right for a minute. Been there, done that. He can yeah, go in there and run a couple of series. Yeah. I mean, so you know, I mean, I, I'm not a huge Belichick slash Patriots guy, but I've got a world of respect for that decision. Mm-hmm. If the decision, and, and if you watched the Patriots the other day, and I did, it was pretty obvious that, and again, it's preseason, and they're going to throw things at Jones in the regular season that he didn't see in the preseason. But if you think Jones is your guy, and Belichick does, especially if you think, hey, we probably aren't a Super Bowl contender. Well, sure, go ahead. I mean, let's get going. Life, life's short. Let's get moving. There's no pressure in that division. The Bills are going to win the division. So Yeah, and the Dolphins are good. Tua's their guy. And Tua went through these growing pains. And now all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, boy, Tua looks really good. I'm like, yeah, because he has some experience. Yeah. Game slowed down. You're yeah, at every so level. Here. that's why if I'm the Bears, here, Justin, here's the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is this going to cost us a couple of games? Sure, absolutely. Are there yeah. going to be some moments where we're going to be like, you know what, if we would have just stuck with Dalton here. But Andy Dalton's not winning a Super Bowl in Chicago. He's not, ever. No. I'm not as prepared to be that emphatic about Justin Fields. Oh, no, of course not. And so if I think think Justin Fields could maybe win me a Super Bowl, okay, let's start figuring this out. Yeah, I know. Look what Buffalo did with um, Allen. Mm -hmm. And remember when they put him in, everybody was like, what are you doing? Really? And look at him now. Yeah. 
Podcast brought to you in part by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. Bus tours coming back next weekend, Friday of all home football games, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. Call, make your reservations for those. And remember, with the purchase of any adult ticket, a $100 off a pair of Blue Delta jeans. So take advantage of a home football weekend. Tunes around town. Bus tours and much more to find out the schedule this weekend every week. Visit OxfordMS.com slash events for... Um, <clears throat> Special events and just the day-to-day that goes on every single week. Sorry, it was Caroline. She's used to me not being podcasting at this time of the day. I'll call her back. Um, brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle is home to the Pinnacle 401k advisory services team. They'll conduct a complimentary, no-obligation analysis of your current 401k plan. It's mypinwealth.com. Also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Part of Virtuoso, worldwide network of travel partners, allows John to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. Also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. A complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. Welcome uh, service specialist to the uh, podcast they are the sponsors of neil's picks you'll see those out tomorrow at rebelgrove.com service specialist has offices in ridgeland canton and oxford they have been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in mississippi so whether you're a new college grad or a seasoned professional whether you're in engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or more, you should contact Service Specialist. If you're a recent grad without much experience, reach out to Service Specialist. They're always looking for candidates that have potential and want to learn and get their foot in the door with growth opportunities. Look, Mississippi's a small state. Service Specialist always knows about jobs that never get advertised. Prospective employers looking for strong candidates should call, too. If you're looking to hire quality talent for your company, Service Specialist has names and resumes ready for your perusal. If you're thinking about looking for a new job or looking to relocate to Mississippi, but you have some confidentiality concerns, call Service Specialist. There are no referral fees for those searching for a job either. You have nothing to lose, so call Service Specialist at 662-832-5138 or go to their site, Service Specialist td.com we're also brought to you by alpha specialties 1670 highway 80 in pearl mississippi they're your trailer specific professional if you want to haul it they can call it at alpha they've got uh, load trail they've also got hallmark cargo trailers they have spare tires and wheels starting at just a hundred dollars full selection of trailer parts and accessories hitches winches straps and more they do all types of truck accessories and uh they can repair all types of trailers as well. 601-932-9798 or check them out at alphaofms.com. And we're brought to you by The Rogue. The Rogue is your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand select pieces from top designers. From work to lifestyle to nightlife, there's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. Um, Martin Dingman, Peter Millar, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, Duckhead, and more. At The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. So, um, just reading here. By the way, Ross Dellinger with a really good story on Tulane's uh, nomadic situation they have going on. Says, um, 
more than 250 Tulane Athletic Department athlete, staff, and administrators are in the Birmingham Sheraton downtown, as well as at least 30 dogs, eight cats, four rats, two guinea pigs, a tarantula, and a snake there with oh, the yeah? uh, travel partner party in, uh, in New Orleans. So, yeah, there's, uh, there's that. Uh, They're going to be on the road for weeks. Yes. 16 years after Katrina did the same thing to them for a year. Mm. Um, Saints will play the Packers in Jacksonville for their uh, season opener, by the way. So, obviously, that game was against the Packers in the Dome. They will not be doing that. So, Saints-Packers in Jacksonville. Week really? One. Yes. There's just no answer on exactly when these entered, like when this stuff's coming. How much damage was done to the Dome? I think it's more more electrical is the okay. problem. I don't know that it's actually a damage deal as much as we just have. It's the getting it. Because they're talking about 10, 12, 15 days on electricity, best case. I mean, you're talking a while still. Yeah. And using the resources to play a football game. Is, is not said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, a little bit of news there. So, in Jacksonville, that's a, that's a loss for – Oh, it's huge. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's it's just you're so many ways, and it's just football. I get it, but you're, you're dealing with it best you can right now, and that, yeah, it, it is what it is. So, nonetheless, uh, anything interesting in your mailbag this week? It's up, right? Oh uh, yeah, mailbag's up. Let's see. Uh, I'll pull it up. There's usually some stuff in there that's pretty interesting. Um, people are talking. There's a lot of talk on the board about home ticket sales for the opener are, are down a little bit. It, that's just, just welcome to the world. It's a big story. It's everywhere. I, I think you're going to see. I saw where Nebraska has another sellout, but only because two big boosters bought massive blocks of tickets to give away to kids. Oh, okay. Oklahoma only off opening the bottom, as we said yesterday. I wonder what their attendance is. I'm kind of curious what their, their max out possibility is for that game. Probably around 40? My guess, but I have no... I have no clue. So. Pulling up the mailbag, see if there's anything interesting. Yeah, I kind of scanned through it. You. Um, we had kind of indirectly talked about some of it without without necessarily meaning to. Um, Is there a goat in the major sports? Did you see my answer? I said you could do Jordan and you could do Wayne Gretzky, but other than that, I don't think you can do goats in major sports. No, the, the eras are too screwed up. To take if you could have. Uh, Kelly or Corral, Dexter or Elijah Moore, who would you take? Like you pick you can pick your quarterback and then you can pick your I can have weapon. one of both. Yeah. Oh. Um I'll take Corral on some upside, but I'm kind of scared doing it. And I'll I'll take Elijah over Dexter. But so I took but, that's what I did too. And I said it might be recency bias, but I mean, I don't know. I does Will Hall's strong accent hurt him in a job search outside of Mississippi? No. I didn't think so either. No. no I said I no. You think, I mean, you think an SEC program's got a problem with that? Come on. I mean, because I do think he's an SEC head coach. I mean, I, I, I just do. Would you let Mike punt, Tyson punch you in the face for a million dollars? Is he going to kill me? I don't know. There's no guarantee that One he punch? One punch in the face. Probably not, but if you told me I would have no like lifelong issues, sure, why not? I'll deal with it. You can even you can even wire my jaw shut for a little while, It'll be okay. 
oh, if that's the worst thing that happened, I'd be okay. I'd be yeah. like a double win. Yeah, but, but you don't need to be like Rocky and Rocky Five at the same time. No, so. no, and you can get hit and not make it. That's what I'm saying. So I know I, I would need a little of assurance there of of what's going on. One surprise on the Ole Miss roster for 2021, and one disappointment. Where's your answers? So I'm trying to get away from it. Um, my answers were close to yours. Dennis would have been at least up there because of the way I saw them trying to force that and give yeah. him as many chances as he was over the course of that. Um. I think DeAndre Prince being back is a bigger deal than maybe we've talked about. I think That's he fair. gives in some depth, some stuff that maybe we haven't seen. He, no. he He's – that and A.J. Finley continues to get better and better and better and better every year. That's, I'm by that one. Yeah. Why do you think Steve Robertson so obsessed with ruffling our feathers? You don't want to go there? I, I gave it a long answer. I, you did give it a long answer. You went several paragraphs. Um, It, it helps him as chaotic as he can make it. He needs everybody freaked out. Uh, do you think there's a way to bring parity to college football? No. I don't either. Nope. I don't think college football cares about parity. You would have to split it off into divisions. No. Um, You're fine with college football not having parity as long as every every school has its own version of winning. Ole Miss doesn't have to have, go 12-0 and 0 for it to be a success this year. You ever thought about doing a grammar podcast? That would almost be fun. God, but no, no, you couldn't sell it. Yeah, Jesus, no. You just piss people off. Yeah, today the Oxford comma. No, I'm good. Um, <laughs> that's all right. Hey, Jeffrey. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He'd be my guest. Yeah, for yeah, the yeah. Oxford comma. Hey, um, in the debate. I'll be back in an hour. Yeah. Jeffrey, go for it. Um. So anyway, uh, preview video coming up later in the week. Really, a lot of good stuff there. We've got uh tomorrow's show. Hand raised guys tomorrow night, and then everybody take a weekend, watch some football. And Ole Miss and Louisville there Monday night, 7 o'clock. The kick for, probably a little after 7 o'clock, for kick for uh, the opener there in Atlanta. So, appreciate everybody today for giving us a little bit of time. Plenty of stuff at com. More coming as well. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow.